Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 53, Connor Being Real. This week on Come Through Queen, we've got a special guest in the house. All the way from Ireland, we've got our favorite little leprechaun, Connor Bean. Uh There's also exciting news. The birth of Bear Pain, Kelly Ripa finally choosing a co-host, Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone on our Fallen Sisters Jules podcast. <laughs> And a care or don't care of our of Bravo's <laughs> new slate of shows. We'll also check in with Drag Race, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Southern Charm, and the new episode of Real Housewives of New York City. And as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Welcome, Connor. Hi. You're real. <laughs> I'm real. I'm a Connor, and I'm being real. I'm like Lisa Reno. I'm real. <laughs> so what brings you stateside? Real. I'm here on, as you would say, a vacation. No, but what do you guys say? I like it. Holiday. Yes. Holiday. I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. Oh my god. I sound like Dorit there. Um, yeah, I'm visiting New York this week, and then I'm going to Toronto. I'm going to Toronto uh, for four days, and then I'm going to Vancouver to meet my family. My so if you're in any of those cities, look up Connor um, and be real with him. Be real with him. Be real him. with me. If you're like rich and on grinder in those countries, and want to marry me for a visa? You know, let oh a girl know. <laughs> Dan is so shocked. I'm kidding. Dan is shocked. Like I'm actually from. My God, Dan also made us restart the show because you were like. <laughs> <laughs> this is a professional podcast. Um, so we've seen you a couple times. Yeah. I've had more of a social life this week than I've ever had I know, in my this life. Past week, You're welcome. This past week I was in Manhattan three out of four nights, which is unheard of. Dan so. refuses to come to Hell's Kitchen yeah. most of the time, but he was in Hell's Kitchen three times. Well, I had cats, which meow, the meow, Tony meow, snubbed. Meow, meow. <laughs> And pat the, pat the puss? Did you pat the puss? Uh, I didn't, but, but Alex did. Because he was sitting in the aisle and was, like, grabbing for them. Because normally they focus on the children. But, like, Alex <laughs> wanted the attention. Child, like, enthusiasm in <laughs> Alex's eyes. When I thought. saw with Jamie Missy, she reached out and a cat touched her. So they go through the crowd and they paw you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Um, and then Sunday was your grand arrival. Yes, I touched down in New York City. So Twitter celebrity, discreet Latino, hosted yes. a little get-together Yes, for you. David had a, like, drinks in DBL, although I was the first person to arrive, which was hilarious. I was like, that's uh, okay. I know, that, Dave, he should have been there first. No, but I was early, and I'm, like, never early. I actually oh, okay. was shocked him that I was I early. know, the other two times we <laughs> met up with you this week, you've been late. But I can't like, figure out how the city works. I, I still can't think of... I can't... Like, Connor told us a story about how he was lost for 90 minutes, or he was going to be 90 minutes late to something. I know, because of the trains. <laughs> Were you just, like, walking from, like, Manhattan to Brooklyn? No, he flew no. back to Ireland, and the plane was running late. Uh, well, I was meant to record another podcast on Monday, and I gone on what I thought was a train to Brooklyn and realized I think halfway through I was meant to change for a stop or I was on the wrong line and then just it spiraled because I didn't really know where I was going because mm. Brooklyn is confusing like Manhattan is a grid so I'm like well oh like I'm a few minutes late because I went the, up the street the wrong way I just walked back in Brooklyn I was like um, I don't know where I am it's a challenge Mm. But I got to see all the local color and people and things and mm -hmm. stuff and nature. <laughs> um, so do you want to talk about our first story? Yes. Sure. Uh, there's a new animal on the prowl, <laughs> and his name is Bear Pain. <laughs> <laughs> so after many outlets reported Liam Payne and Cheryl Cole had settled on their son's name five weeks after welcoming him into the world, the One Direction singer confirmed the news via Twitter. Uh, they named their son Bear Payne. TV adventurer Bear Grylls tweeted at Lena, Liam writing... Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. <laughs> She's like the kind of person that would try and make it about her anyway. So. Uh, so Bear Grylls said, Great choice. Love and blessings to you guys as you sh start on the greatest adventure. Uh, and the new daddy responded proudly, Thanks, man. Hope he grows up with an ounce of your courage. You're a boss. Straight men are so weird. Straight men bullshit. I hope we grow up. No, shut up. So, just kidding. Know, any straight men out there, love you, mean it. Keep on listening. Yeah, if you're listening, subscribe, <laughs> share, retweet on Stitcher, Google Play, and or iTunes. Uh, so, I forgot about the fact that this isn't the first One Direction baby. Yes. Like, I forgot about Louise. But that's, well, we all have seen the conspiracy theories about that baby. I mean, that little baby lives in a Coke den. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the, I haven't seen the conspiracy theories about that baby. So, there's, like, I remember BuzzFeed did a deep dive on all the fan theories about it. Oh. Like, that's where everyone really got into it, where basically there are fans who think that the whole thing is, like, a setup for him to, like, not look, you know, like he may or may not be with this person that's all, like... Like, you never really see him with the baby, and all the pictures are, like, very carefully curated and managed. Now, I don't know if that's changed since the kid was born, but if you do a deep dive onto BuzzFeed's investigation, it's... You like the dark web, I'm telling you. It's... Are you, like, tiptoeing around gay stuff? Is that well, what you're saying? I mean, it's that or also that he's just... It's just, like, an image thing, and he wants to be seen as, like, a parent. I don't know. Mm. But Interesting. It's strange. Interesting. But they're all still really young. Like, Liam is, what, 22, 23 now? He's 24 and she's 34, yeah. I think. It's strange too because Cheryl is like, I know she's not famous here, but she's a huge star. No, okay. I'm, I'm a Cheryl Cole super fan. Oh, oh, the lone American well, Cheryl fan. Well, I love Girls Aloud and then I love her solo work as <laughs> oh well. God. Nadine Coyle from Girls Aloud is in New York this week. Did you know? I don't really care for her that much. <laughs> oh, I thought you were a fan. Oh, she has the same last name as my grandparents, so I care. Oh my god, Brandon's uh, Irish roots. Care or don't care? Um, but also, Harry Styles is out with a new single. Everyone buy it on iTunes. Actually, it's like slowly growing on me. The new new one? Oh no, not you the new new one. The but, that's not, but that's not a single. That's, that's like, like a buzz, album, right? An album cuts. I don't know how that music uh, works. <laughs> You're just excited for new Harry music. Yes. 
Just new Harry anything. The album's out in like a few weeks. The album's out this month. I'll be buying it on iTunes. So, should we move on to the next story? Yes. Okay, so we didn't tell Connor about this. Um... Because it's like, it shook me to my core. I was like, we will call this information. I was scooting around Reddit the other day, and the dark, the darkest. Yeah, and there was there was a post about RuPaul's DragCon that caught my eye. It was just like random things that random observations at RuPaul's DragCon, which happened in LA last weekend. And one of the points was Valentina's line was very very long. When you went in to meet her. You told one of her team your name, and then he would introduce you to her. And then it goes, Jade from Little Mix got the same treatment because Valentina didn't knew, know who she was. <laughs> <laughs> but def- to defend, to defend Valentina, because she's beautiful, she's perfect, she's a model. Did she stone those tights? Yeah. She like didn't know who like the Kardashians were when they were doing the challenge. She, she seems to like not still, know. Yeah. Any celebrity, really. You would just think, though, like, I would actually get Americans not knowing who a little mixed person is, sadly, even though I think they're amazing. But you would think that if you're a Jade and you're at DragCon, like, that's when you use your celeb star power rank and go, can you get me, like, like I know Michelle and Willem and I've had Drag Race girls in my videos. Can you, like, get me the top of this line? Like, well, from what I heard, that's what people were doing. Like, there were a bunch of YouTubers there that I heard yeah, were yeah. doing that. And so I'm assuming Jade got the same treatment. Also... Troy Savon went in drag, but like disguised drag, like he covered his face. Oh, I know that. Yeah, you're a Troy super fan, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, you knew that. <laughs> I bet he looks great though, because he's got very delicate like features. Mm. Yeah, by Blue Neighborhood on iTunes. Was he serving like fish? It was like more like Coachella chic. <laughs> <laughs> was he like an Instagram influencer? Yeah. Definitely, but um, that shook me. I We will keep on watching Drag Race, and we have more on that in a little bit. Yes. Our next big bit of news was, um, and I don't even know if this is on your radar in Ireland, but Kelly Ripa finally yes, announced. Queen of daytime. Yes, finally announced after a year her new co-host, <gasps> and I was very surprised that it was Ryan Seacrest. It's just so weird to me, because I assumed it was going to be Anderson Cooper. Well, there were a her bunch buddy. of names. Her like, wasn't Buddy. There were a bunch of names in the running. And, like, Ryan wasn't really one of them. Like, Jerry O'Connell was in the running. Josh Groban was in the running. Um, a few other people like that. But, like, it seems so weird to me because there was such an ego thing last year with mm-hmm. Michael Strahan that she would pick somebody who is almost at her level of fame. I would say, uh, I would say bigger. I would say in your little brain, Brendan. <laughs> I would say to Middle America, Kelly Ripa's bigger. Uh, Seacrest was on that's Idol. That's wrong. Had 13 million viewers. A week. Brendan, the people who watch American Idol are the ones watching live with Kelly. So they're equal. But like, if if I was at home and said, "Does anyone know who Kelly Ripa is?" No. If I said, "Does anyone know who Ryan Seacrest is?" I'd be like, "Oh yeah, what's his name?" Yeah, but Ireland doesn't matter. Oh. I'm, I'm giving you a worldwide international opinion perspective. This is like the view. They're having a fight. Yeah, I know. No, but I wonder, like, I wonder if it's going to work out. I wonder, like, mm. what the contracts looked like. I wonder Kelly's demands. But he has so many other obligations, like his red radio carpets, show. the radio but show. Apparently he's going to do in New York now because he does that in L.A. They're setting it up so he can record it at ABC. <gasps> That's really interesting because... In New York, like the other big name in radio, other than 
Ryan Seacrest is Elvis Duran. Yes. So he records the morning show here in, mm-hmm. in New York, and then Ryan's show airs after. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen. Well, they'll want to keep the L.A. air as an audience. I think the yeah. idea is that he's just going to record it here at whatever time. Yeah, because Live with Kelly and Ryan is 9 o'clock, so... I know, but that's like when his show would come on here. Oh. And that's... I don't know. Yeah, that's why I think it's weird he's doing it, but... And also, it's not like he needs the TV work. You know, if it was someone who'd never done television and they were just a radio jock who was looking to rebrand, but, like, Seacrest has done every freaking show. Like, I don't get the... And, like, is the is the money that good for Kelly? I don't know, but it's also interesting because Seacrest is more associated with the NBC brand nowadays. Yeah, and this is ABC prime time. Everything's a shake-up, and I'm confused, but... Is this his in with ABC to get another show in the next year or two, do you think? It's like a stepping stone? No, they wouldn't... They need stability on that show. He probably has, like, a few-year contract. And they're going head-to-head with Megyn Kelly. Yeah, which is the other thing that came out. Oh, so her show's going to be a morning show? Mm-hmm. Um, She's going to have two shows. She's going to have a week, or a Sunday night show, and then a morning show that's part of the Today Show brand. So, like, an extra hour of the Today Show for Well, her? one that already exists, but she's going to be the person who is taking that that's hour. a lot of Megyn Kelly. I know, and especially because she's awful. Um, so, from one Kelly to the next... We should... Why don't we cue this up by playing the voice memo we got? Yeah. So uh, we got a great voice memo alerting us of a competing podcast or just another podcast out there in the... A rival. In the realm. Uh, So let's... Season four. Let's take a listen from Kenji. I don't know if you guys are aware or not, uh, or if your audience is aware, but Jules Weinstein, the fallen... Angel of New York City has a podcast and if there's one episode of it that you guys need to listen to it is with guest co-host Kelly Ben Sema there is no explaining for what happens in it um she gets a little too racially comfortable uh with Jules and as someone who is also half Japanese I got triggered just a little bit just a little bit um I was on my way to CBS listening to it for the first time, and I damn near drove into a lamppost. It was just unbelievable. I highly suggest taking 30 minutes out of your day to listen to it and analyze it. Cry. Laugh. Laugh. Why not? All right. Thanks. Thank you, Kenji, for alerting us to this. And I took time out of my day to listen to this episode. You took a little time to enjoy the view? I took a little time to enjoy <laughs> the, the jewels. The family jewels. It's actually called Josh's Family Jewels. Who's Josh? I think her it's, co-host. it's probably like her age appropriate gay. And that we ran into at Stonewall. Say, did you meet him on, or when she was doing an LGBTQ advocate? Well, well when, when we saw her at Stonewall, like we saw her with a bunch of age appropriate gays, as Brendan likes to call them. Does age appropriate mean the age that matches her age or like gays who are like... Her matches her age. Yeah, like she's As not a, hanging out with like... I 20, feel like Sonia... Sonia has like... 22-year-old gay friends. Half her age. Yeah. She finds the twinks who yeah. like maybe drink a little too much and she's like, I see a lot of myself in you. So it's, it's Jules and the age appropriate gay and it's very... Uh, us in the early days where we truly sound like we're reporting live from a fishbowl. Um, like now we're more of like a fish tank. <laughs> yeah, we've upgraded to the fish tank. <laughs> um, 
there's like no rhyme or reason. Like they're constantly interrupting each other. <laughs> like, like, like the guy is like about to ask Kelly a question, and Jules is like, no, no, I have a question. <laughs> I actually can picture her be like, wait, 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 wait. I can see her squinting and thinking about something. Um, Tell us about Kelly's comments that were controversial, too comfortable. That uh, upset Kenji. So like, Jules was having trouble pronouncing. Not pronouncing, like remembering Kelly's full name, like Kelly Corin Ben Simone. So she was like Kelly Corian Ben Simone, and she's like, no, it's not like that. It's not Mushy Mushy Kelly Mushy Mushy Ben Simone. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Kelly said that? No, yeah, Kelly said oh that. Oh my god, Kelly! It was like oh. scary. Oh my god. Um, but like, it's only the episode's only thirty three minutes, so like, an easy subway ride. Okay. Um, Listen, Kelly explains how she came up with. The idea for her novel. Essentially, she split up herself into four different characters. Oh my god. She's a true artist, you see. She yes. draws them within. And then she, I guess, like, one character was going to be working in the food industry, so she took it upon herself to, like, get experience. So she, like, went to a bar to, to like, be a bet bartender. And she keeps bringing up the fact that she helped, like, prepare the ceviche when she was there. What's ceviche? Oh, Oh, ceviche uh, is like, <laughs> I don't know. Ceviche is like raw citrusy fish. Oh, she was serving it's, fish. Yeah, she was serving fish. <laughs> Wait, can just briefly, while Dan was cooking his dinner earlier, he turns to Connor and goes like, so what foods are big in Ireland? <laughs> and then I also said, hummus, you guys just sit like, over here, a big thing we do is just eat hummus and chips as if, you know, Ireland has only just got electricity. And No, but I feel, I mean, hummus in the United States has only become a thing in the past like 10 years. I We've discussed say. this. Yeah. I mean, like in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I was curious as to whether, like, it was a thing in Ireland, or maybe it hasn't really Like, do they have Sabra over there? What? It's, like, the big hummus brands here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know hummus brands. You just get it in, like, the supermarket. Well, like, Sabra's, like, the king of hummus here in the United States, but not the best. They should spawn con the show. They just continued. He was about to say it's not the best, and then they heard spawn con. (laughs) You can be like RuPaul Michelle. I love Sabra hummus Michelle. So do I. Oh, my God. That's always the most uncomfortable part of the show. My question about the family Jules' podcast before we move on is, having listened to Jules and her age-appropriate gay, which one is the Dan and which one is the Brendan? I'm Jules. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my because... Because Dan is the portrait of age-appropriate gay. I was going to comment, girls. but I'm ready to move on. Okay, so... We're gonna play this. We're gonna play this game of care and don't care with the new slate of Bravo shows. So I'm gonna go through and give you the title and like a little bit about the show. Yes, they're new. And you guys know the the game, so yeah, yeah. Okay, the first one is the Bethany and Frederick property project. Working title. <laughs> oh, and. Bethany and um, Frederick are executive producers, and it's the two, quote, fan favorite powerhouses, which I would like to question, (laughs) as they come together as real estate moguls and business partners. Will you, do you care or don't care? I'm going to watch, because I feel like it might be canon. Yeah. But I don't love it. I care in the sense that if it's, like, in some way part of Housewives, like, arc where like she her person like their lives are in it then it might be because i don't watch any of them in the other like listing carol shows. pops out yeah, yeah if, carol pops into if episode, it's like yeah. i'm being bethany and i'm flipping houses with my gay bestie maybe but if it's literally just a format where they're banging on about houses i don't like 
I, I don't watch the other property shows. I don't think she's not going to entice me to watch one. Also, Bethany had her spinoff chance. Well, it was and it well, somewhat right? successful. Four I seasons? Think, three, four seasons? It was... I, yeah, it I was... I feel like the last season was not... Like, I don't even think I finished the last season. Oh, Don didn't finish it. So, yeah. <laughs> that's the barometer. He watches everything. <laughs> um... Okay. I just feel like she's gonna say a lot of weird stuff about gay people and make a lot of weird gay mm. jokes. She's gonna think she's like a gay icon because she's one gay friend who's like on the same level as her. Like, yeah, should be cringy. The next one is similar. Sell it, Sir Hant. <laughs> um, sell, sell it like Sir Hant, Sir Hant. Um, it's another, it's another New York oh, million dollar list. Wow. Yeah. Um, he put oh, his no, sales. He put his sales <laughs> skills to the ultimate test when he answers the call of struggling sales representatives. Desperate for his expertise. So it's basically, it's almost like um, Tabitha takes over, but for like real estate people. And are they all going to be real estate sales reps or just people who have to sell in general? I think they're... I think it's going to be more like businesses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's an interesting twist, like the real estate world, like how do you take those skills skills everywhere else? But I also don't really care. I'm not, I mean, I don't watch Million Dollar Listing, uh, so I'm not like a super fan of him, but this show, to me, sounds more interesting than the prior show. Yeah. True. Because it's and also, Tabitha Takes Over, which was yeah, a good yeah, show. Yeah, don't yeah. World of Wonder make Million Dollar Listing? Yeah. So, like, yeah. they're going to be busy. If that's if they're doing all these spin-offs and they have Drag Race... Like, I don't know if, the, if they're going to be the production company for the, these shows. That's I an interesting w- thing. I wonder. because No, it's... It, actually, it's going to be... For Bethany's, it's going to be Be, be Real be Productions. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's my production company, Connor Be Real Productions. <laughs> yes, a competing production company. Um, the next one, I can already tell you I care. Oh, we know. Right? <laughs> Relation Shep. The new series follows Shep Rose as he ventures to various cities across the country in the hopes of finding the true love and a committed relationship. Oh He's God. a complicated bachelor, and the right match will have to effortlessly fit into his particular lifestyle which is trash um <laughs> <laughs> they put that in the press release wow how <laughs> mm. dan hates shep i don't watch southern charm really so it's just like a I yeah i well i don't care because i'm not a shep super fan and i think maybe i'll slip in my southern charm commentary this week since brendan didn't watch oh yeah yeah and i'll slip it in by saying Slide i think a dance. better a better spinoff show would have been what we got a little taste of this week, which Craig like ordered uh, like a sewing station online because as a kid he loved to sew. So like Naomi was like dragging him for this, and Brennan, no, uh, and I don't know. It just like he was like I'm a little like I was like he's a little seamstress. Like that's nice. So I would like to get him have him get a spinoff in the same vein as like New York goes to work. When Miss New York had like yes. a spinoff where she had a different job every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That yeah. would be much more fun for me than relationship. That was the iconic find. Great. Going, is it worth ten thousand dollars? It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of Southern Charm, um, we're getting another city. Oh my Southern Charm, New Orleans. But yeah. Well, that premieres this upcoming. Monday. No, that's Savannah. no, Savannah does. Oh, Savannah. Oh, that's this is another one, New Orleans. That's crazy. I'm crazy that they would green light this before seeing how savannah does but it's funny to me because <clears throat> i've listened to you guys talk about southern charm a lot and literally just watched the first bits of season one the first two episodes mm-hmm. and it's funny how for so long that felt like bravo's like hidden gem like the fan favorite show and now they've obviously gone we have a winner here and they've just bar- like greenlit all these shows like three spin-offs off yeah. of a show like that like as opposed to 
doing Savannah two seasons ago, like they're suddenly like, let's have loads of Southern Charm. Yeah, is right. it taking over from Housewives? It's sort think? of like I guess like once they greenlit New York, they shortly after words greenlit Atlanta Housewives. It like came pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they're trying to create this second wave of of Housewives for the network. And do they feel like Southern Charm is more? down home and relatable in Trump's America because it's like the South. Well, I think it's oh. less that and more like There's a men. straight man yeah. would yeah. be more willing to watch Southern Charm than Housewives. Yeah. Oh, since they rebranded and they want the straight men to watch. But I, I would say, actually, though, I think New Orleans should have come first because I think Savannah's too similar to mm. the current. They really, really are very, very the similar. The trailer is so strange. The trailer with that weird like masquerade party and that strange blonde woman, I found it very... Uncomfortable. Savannah and Charleston are close together geographically, yeah. so they're very similar just in general, whereas mm-hmm. like New Orleans is very different than either of them. Well, I'm going to be in New Orleans uh, Memorial Day weekend, so hopefully I could pop in to the, the get the, the scoop. The shoot. Maybe you could be on the show. Exactly. Um, okay, the next one, Love Italian Style. Italian and this one was style. actually surprising to me. I forgot about this There's one. a saying, to live your best life, go where you are most celebrated. For these <laughs> African-American women that places Italy. In this series, relationship experts, someone Valentine, takes five beautiful, eligible bachelorettes. Diane. Who, <laughs> Diane Valentine. Oh. I thought it was like <laughs> Diane. Um, who can't find a good American man all the way to Italy, a.k.a. Mecca, where she breaks them down and builds them back up to be open to love. It sounds like famously single a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, uh Well, they're, they're not famous people, though. But there's that kind of, like, we'll break you down and give you therapy oh, okay. on your relationship struggles. I just found this description to be the weirdest of them all. Mm. Yeah. Is it their go at a bachelor, bachelor sort of show? Like, do they want to throw their hat into that kind of love pool because I feel like Bravo doesn't do dating shows as much now is that I'm, I'm trying to speculate and not living I don't know I have no idea this one I don't care about I don't care I like, guess this they one, get some this funny is like people invite only Cabo which is going to premiere soon like where is this coming from that looks kind you of called cool, it canon the other day didn't you like I think I was being a troll <laughs> I wasn't being serious I think it kind of has like that could be funny if like they name drop their famous friends or their crazy people like that has some more Bravo feel to it than this yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last one is A Night With My Ex. What would you do if you had the chance to spend an entire night with your ex? Would you seek answers, try to gain closure, or make a play to get back together? Ex-couples will be brought together for one night in a camera-rigged apartment with no crew. I would say I will care if the theme song Shout out to is my ex. Shout Out To My Ex. Um, or if Perry and Zane are on it. I would oh, they could definitely def- care. I would love a famous version if the civilian one did well, like a celebrity night with my ex. Or- this, I, I like the idea of that they're in a camera rigged apartment with no crew. But because if- people, like, if you think about Real World and Big Brother and, like, that sort of show, mm. they know the cameras are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do stuff. They still do stuff on, like, crazy stuff. So I'm interested in that portion of it. For sure. It'd be funny how it will look visually because Bravo's so into those, like, cameraman follows you around and it looks sort of faintly like cinematic almost mm-hmm. whereas that won't that will look very like Blair Witch C- Blair Witch CCTV <laughs> fan footage well, it's they, gonna look different yeah they played around <clears throat> with it a little bit for a summer house like they oh, used yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah. the footage like surveillance footage so that might have been oh well, I thought that was like corn on the cob corny that was just a gas <laughs> oh 
speak up. <laughs> Spill the tea. Well, I didn't really watch Summer House, but like, I think Alex made his way through the, the full season. I think that was just as well to catch them having sex because it's like they do that on Geordie Shore, which yeah. is the UK version. Well, of that's Jersey why Shore. they're doing that for this show. Oh yeah, and Jax had said like, oh my god, I can't only imagine if they had those oh cameras set up. Pump rolls? They'd yeah. be but, um, everywhere. In this same batch of like announcements, it was announced that Summer House is coming back, but no word yet on Ladies of London. Oh, I'm disgusted. Andy, if you're listening to this, I want to sit down and have a conversation. <laughs> I'm in New York for a week. Let's sort this shit out, motherfucker. I'm serious. Oh my god. Connor, I don't know if that's the way. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, I'm kidding, but like, well, I'm, I'm kind of brokenhearted. Well, we were just talking last week how like much we want a season four, four of Ladies of London. <sighs> At least I can still go back and watch And I feel the bad too because I really pushed for you guys to cover into the show. I was like, it's canon, you have to fucking get into Ladies but, in London. No, but I think a lot of people even like it. Like, a lot of I, I hear people like liking yeah. it in general, I think. Agreed. And Vulture did the recaps this season. I will say, if you're not following Caroline, Caroline Stanbury on Instagram, her Instagram stories are kind of insane. She's friends with loads of famous people. She's friends Including with, Dorinda. And Nicole Scherzinger. Well, she's like uh, London she's not famous. famous. And she's, she's not famous she's here. She's friends with Ronan Keating, who's like a famous Irish singer-songwriter guy who's huge in Ireland, which I find so random that she's friends with this Irish celebrities. I don't know. So her. Caroline's... <laughs> it's interesting, you know, if you're missing your Ladies London fix, I recommend... Mm, just tuning into this Instagram story. Sophie yes. Stanbury's better. True. <laughs> um, let's get into the gig with Drag Race. Yes. Okay. Gaga Slay Mama. So, Brendan, you had a big overall all thought on this episode what was that thought it was the first time this season that i like liked the show is that what's the thought you're talking about yeah yeah um i think just like i think because there's less queens now we saw more of them or something and it just was good and it was like a snatch game that nobody was looking forward to but it ended up being pretty good i thought it was better than like many of the recent season Snatch Games. Better yeah. than the last couple. And I mean, I know some people were like, oh, it wasn't great, but I genuinely laughed at good chunks of it, which doesn't always happen. But mm-hmm. like, I, I also, enjoyed it. I also want to say regarding Snatch Game, because I think Alex like watched Drag Race for the first time last summer. Uh, if you like go through it, there most of them are bad. Yeah, yeah you just remember like individual... Uh, performances. Yeah, you, you remember the individual, individual good performances, but you remember like, you forget how many people are not good at it. But that's yeah. because, and that's part of why they do it is obviously it's a fan favorite now and we all get excited for it, but it's also real sort the wheat from the chaff because if you can't like handle Snatch Game, it's kind of like, okay, well, maybe you're good enough. Is that <laughs> the not a phrase? The wheat from the chaff. That's not an expression. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know. The wheat from the shaft? The chaff. <laughs> like, it's this like thing where you're like, when you're Sorry, putting Jim. crops, you have to like get the good wheat mm-hmm. and leave the bad wheat behind. Okay. That's some international slang. I'm sure it's slang in like places where there's crops here. (laughs) Yes, in the Midwest. (laughs) For the Southern Charmers. Um, So winners and losers of this episode? Yeah, I just jotted some down. You don't have to agree or disagree. Um, These were actually like Sasha for the first time. I really liked her. Yeah, she she shone bright like a diamond. She sort of played it Snatch Game in like the same way that Alaska played Snatch Game in All Stars mm. 2. Yeah. Where it's like somebody who people these days don't really know day to day, but like they just do a funny performance. Yeah. That like if you if, if you go into a character that people don't have expectations for, it's easier to do well. Also, the beats of like a, a Dietrich or a Mae West are pretty like laid out because like you, there's people who know her from back in the day. And then if you know one thing, it's that she liked to be alone. So like you can run up, you can have more room to kind of 
build on a beat or two and just be funny. I like to be alone. I didn't know You're a the thing. Dietrich of Come Through Queen. Mm-hmm. But I was, yeah, Sasha too has been so earnest and a little bit like, I'm like an artist and blah, 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 blah. And I was kind of on her hard to like, whereas this week she was so genuinely funny and quick. I was like, oh, you can think on your feet. Like, you've got a wit to you that I haven't seen so far. I think I liked her from, like, the Shea Kuei Association. Like, oh, that. Oh, she was good, good at that, too. too. Yeah, she's yeah. just been a little bit... I'm funding it hard to like her, so now I'm like, oh, I like mm-hmm. you more post-Snatch Game. Okay. Um, her runway was sick. Peppermint's lip sync. was, like, the first good lip sync of the season. Yeah. yeah. Killed it. Killed it. And I think it was so good because it was different than a lot of lip syncs we've been seeing in yeah. recent years. Like, she didn't rely on, like fucking death drops and bullshit mm-hmm. she like had her own little it was like almost like if Dan was doing different dances around a stage <laughs> <laughs> so a little mix madly like the robot and like the like Charlie Brown <laughs> that'll do oh my god no but it yeah. was good and there's that gif of her doing the shotgun thing and yeah. then uh, what's her name? Annihilating Cuckoo. But I yeah. also, yeah, also I like, you're so right. Like it wasn't the drag performances of Vegas or the, sh- or the kind of pageant girls, the show trades on. It was real. Like that's when you go see Queens and Burrs and they have to pull your attention. They'll do funny shit. Like she's a New York legend. She well, can just. She, well, she, like I mentioned this before, like I saw her like 10 years ago and like this yeah. is the shit that she would do. But like all season long, you're like. Am I forget like am I forgetting that she's it's because good? Of mm-hmm. this point where she is, su- yeah. shines. Yeah. Right, because this competition is difficult for like a lot of drag queens who are really good drag queens at like what drag queens do. Do, do yeah. it night to night. Yeah. Um, do you have any more winners, either of you? Oh, I'm trying to think who else to do. Uh, I have to say, I thought Shay did a good Naomi Campbell because when I heard that, I went, that's actually quite hard to get right. Oh, yeah, she was pretty good. And I thought she got the look and the feel and the sort of... Char- she created a Naomi character that was very funny. Yeah. Like, she wasn't the standout, but I was like, oh, that's... Like, there was, like, her, Alexis, and Sasha stood out. Alexis was pretty standard, but was, like, still good. Mm-hmm. Who's Alexis? Alexis Michelle. Liza! <laughs> she was Liza! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I've got to say! Oh, <laughs> Well, the other top person was Nina Bonina, and I like people say like don't do a drag queen, but like Come the Jasmine Matt was Masters amazing. Yeah. was good, and it's actually like really funny because I find that on Drag Race when they make like current social references for the moment, it's like aged too much by the time it actually airs. But like Jasmine Masters is like. Very in the zeitgeist right now. It's so funny. I feel like there's almost... I feel like when Nina chose it, it was probably a little more off the beaten track and we've almost all gotten into... More, yeah. ...in the last six months. Mm -hmm. And I think Rue has been... Rue has been on her side since her season because I think she got a hard time when she left and Rue kind of said, stick in there. And he loved her whole, I am Jasmine. He liked her whole, like, (laughs) no BS approach. So I think it was perfect because Rue loved it. Yeah. I love Nina. I have to say, on Untouched, like, you're getting much more of Nina and I think I kind of like her. We also talked about this this past weekend while we were gaming. Uh, how Gamers. if you're not watching Un- Untucked this season, it's really required watching because mm-hmm. you're not getting in the main episodes the interaction between the queens. Right. And how good Shay is at like doing speeches that are genuine. It's not like a moment. She's actually like, listen, I need yeah. to tell you something. She's amazing in Untucked. Yeah. Sh- Everyone talks Shay. And Valentina. Um... I, uh, Valentina's mortal enemy number oh. one now after the way she treated Jade. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. This is a shout out to Valentina. Um, uh, losers. <laughs> I still love her, but Farah. <laughs> Farah? 
is her days are numbered. Yeah. No, she's gonna come back like rise like the phoenix. There's like not one thing thus far that Farrah has been And the good fact that she's so childish. Crying every minute. <laughs> her highlighter joke was good, but I feel like that was a bright spark in oh, yeah. a very she, dull package. She has like a few funny moments here or there, but like never when it counts. Like never. It always counts for me. I will say she was great <laughs> and untucked when she was like, what the fuck was Alexa's thing last week? Because I was amazed that they hadn't mentioned that previously. Remember in Untucked, Farrah kind of goes, why did oh, Alexis yeah. complain about it? And they're outside smoking. I thought that was really funny because yeah, was it was funny. like, they took them out of the studio and Farrah's like, I've got a cigarette in my hand and I got something to say. She's so loser for this week. <clears throat> uh, and then the other big loser this week, Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cynthia Lee Fontaine, as Rue has now taken to calling her. <sighs> it's like... Her cuckoo's on fire and they put the fire out. It's... She came back with the same exact thing that she did last year. Hmm. It, same exact thing. Like, nothing was improved. It wasn't like, when Shangela came back, it was like a whole new woman, I felt like. Yeah. And also, I feel like when they brought Shangela back, Shangela was like, oh, I've got star power and stuff you haven't seen. Whereas, it made me realize that I like Cynthia as like a nice gal who's gone through stuff and is warm and funny. Yeah. But she's now charisma. Like, she's not Alyssa where you can't take her eyes off her or she's not Shanja where she's like really talented and on the ball. She's just kind of, this is funny because my accent isn't, isn't native English. Well, like, I don't know. The good comparison that they did, which they actually showed in the episode was Yara's Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Cause like that was an interesting choice that required some thought and like Cuckoo doing, uh, Sofia Vergara is just not, yeah, it was just Anything. so flat. And it was, they really laid into, like, leaned into how awkward it was at the edit where you were like, oh, she's pulling focus. Boring. Yeah. And you at know? least Farrah looked like Gigi Gorgeous. Well, it's well, not, she looked it's like, like Gigi like... three surgeries ago, like her, like, you know, like lips oh. wise and stuff. Oh. I mean, face wise. Oh. It wasn't like America's Next Top, like, makeup impersonation challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That's next season. Don't give them any ideas. Should we talk about Atlanta? Well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about Atlanta. Okay. Okay? Uh, <laughs> Alright, we're back to talk about Atlanta. Yes, part so three. part three, things are picking up. Yeah. This... Girl is on fire. This was like fire, a, a long episode fire. in terms of a lot of things happening. <laughs> Yeah, Brendan and I are going to be singers. Yeah, I, I felt this was the sort of lull though because no. Now I was watching this at like twelve thirty on Sunday, having flown and then met people for drinks, so I was probably not in the like most yeah. pay attention mood. Well, I watched it also that night after your little event, and I fell asleep. But then I watched oh. it the following day, oh. and then like with clearer eyes. Yeah, I was kind of like woozy watching. I was like ready to sleep. Yeah. So first of all, they brought out the husbands and yeah. Bob. I don't know, that made me uncomfortable because I don't think Bob was expecting Sheree to have had that, like, super emotional and genuine thing. Also, don't bring someone's abuser out on stage with her. Yeah. And in a weird way, like, he seemed sort of contrite in a way he hadn't been before, but I don't think he actually gets how bad he treated her, either back then or in that scene that he... Like, I think let his mask slip on the show. And it was just a bit like, this guy doesn't get it. And I don't, like, as you say, I don't really want him on the show. Mm -hmm. They're going to condone or even pay him for his bad behavior. Yeah. And Peter seemed drunk. 
Yeah. Peter had a Rena moment. He walked off like for no reason. Yeah, it was so weird. Because like, uh, yeah. He was sick of the lies. That was the reason. <laughs> but also it made me feel bad for Cynthia because Cynthia had been so good with Sheree last week about the whole thing with Bob. And has is always the nice one. And he was just so like fucking mean to her. And I'm like, poor Cynthia. Well, there's a reason they got a divorce. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then like Todd was there, but then Todd comes back later oh, or next Jimmy episode. Yeah. I think because it's like specifically yeah. about but the accusations. I think like Andy didn't like announce that Todd's back or something. Like it was confusing a little bit. Yeah. Um, they gave Todd a peach. <laughs> the two of the things that had me cracking up was uh, Kenya screaming, Elvis has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know if it was, it was Portia or Phaedra who said back to her, like, you propped up those long jugs. <laughs> <laughs> just like the word long jugs I'd be cracking up for some reason God. Um, they really do have of everyone they always have the best quips oh my they're God. so quick and good at their jobs like, they're quotable in a way that they're like actually trying to be funny and succeeding whereas mm-hmm. like New Kyle York, Richards is trying very hard or oh well New York is quotable in a way where it's like accidentally really yeah. funny yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Beverly Hills yeah. is trying to be quotable mm-hmm. um Shamia. Oh my god. She was pretty great. She's pretty great. She's great, first of all. Also, everything blew up at the exact right time that she's definitely, not definitely, but I think she's 85% going to be holding a peach. Yeah, she didn't earn the peach during the season, but like I feel like the reunion earned her a peach. Particularly if Phaedra's gone, they'll need someone in that whole mess to like step in. And like even in the preview, you see Shamia like comforting, was she comforting? Kenya at some point yeah, or yeah, some yeah. stuff and it's just like hey, why does Kenya need comforting she was in the corner by herself like everyone needs comforting <laughs> mm. I did enjoy I don't know if this is jumping ahead in the time of the episode that when they got into the nitty gritty of the rumors about Candy discussing how badly they throw the word lesbian around and like oh yeah because Andy did it in a way that was like this is a viewer comment not my comment but I was glad he brought it up because they were sort of like using lesbian really sloppily. Like it's fine if they're saying, mm-hmm. oh, you've had same sex experiences. Mm-hmm. And even when that thing of, they play Candy's interview where she goes, she's the B in LGBT. That was the only time they ever hinted at the idea of bisexuality. You know, like mm-hmm. their handling of these women being into other women or even just being more sexually fluid has been so haphazard. Well, I've yeah. been hooting and hollering about that all yeah. season. Yeah, you have. I was surprised they actually addressed it on the show. I was kind of glad they went there. Yeah. It's always interesting when Andy has to ask like a, specifically like lgbt question during the reunion and like confront someone like yolanda Mm, and i teresa in the past yeah yeah um he's never had to do it for new york but i also i know don't the atlanta ladies like an all like faintly transphobic joke and he doesn't ever pull them up on that so i'm a little bit like let's let's raise standards andy um during the freaking frack segment, I love Kenya doing her makeup and like the faces that Candy was making. <laughs> I mean, Kenya's just a star in this whole reunion. Um, and like once everything started going down, Kenya was just like watching it wide eyed and bushy tailed. Bushy tailed. <laughs> I think she was glad to be like around this drama but not be the cause of it because she's so often an instigator or has to shout to be hurt. She was like, well, it's not me, so. But Dan, what are you... Uh, I have two more memorable quotes. <laughs> when Phaedra said, an expired cheerleader is of no purpose to me. And then, 
<laughs> and then Shamir responds, stop using Groupons for your plastic surgery. <laughs> oh my god. Which shows like Shamia can hang. Yeah, she can hang. Um, oh my god. I, I, I'm sorry, I nearly yeah. died at Portia doing this weird explanation about the rumors and everything. She goes, I am in the world of journalism because she works with Daily Dish like she's the Carl Radwell yes. of Atlanta. <laughs> she's the Carol she, Radwell of Atlanta. I am in the world of journalism. She I was like, me. that's me when I wrote a thing piece about Britney Spears. I'm like, I'm in the world of journalism. Yeah. Uh, and then at, right after that is when we get the... The tea? The big blow The bomb. Moment that like we all season we've heard someone has told Portia that uh, Candy and Todd were trying to drug her and bring mm-hmm. her to the sex dungeon. Lo and behold, who said that? Phaedra, Phaedra. Parks Esquire. Which, is this the beginning of the end? Yeah. Yes. The writing's on the wall. It's like this whole reunion has been, this is why we didn't ask her back in case you were wondering. Like, like each week, you're like, God. I mean, everyone's like freaking out and she's just looking, like sitting there like, Because the rumor is that she was, she apparently during filming of it said explicitly mentioned a producer giving her this information and that annoyed them as well mm. and she broke the fourth wall so oh. it'll be interesting how it actually plays out next week because they might cut around it but then this is the show where Candy is married to Todd who was a producer on the show and they've sure. talked about that so right. yeah. Atlanta seems a little bit more comfortable with the blurring the lines yeah well I think well in, in the New York reunion last year they talked about oh did a producer tell Bethany yeah that's true like but I think that was to prove that she didn't so they were more comfortable with it coming up because they knew whereas if Phaedra actually says well I was told to say this or I was told it by such and such Mm -hmm. I think they might be like "Uh, can you not expose us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we'll see but Phaedra's been so mean and like largely unlikable this whole reunion not like fun I'm gonna read you Phaedra just I'm like oh you seem nasty and mean yeah so I don't know House of Cards so I think I that's it for Atlanta so yes. just we're gonna take a quick break and we will be back with some fresh New York monumental it's monumental, monumental. opinions alright stay tuned so we're back fresh off of New York yes this is this is Connor's first time watching Housewives Live. Yes, my first time watching Housewives Live as it airs in America. My first time watching it with people. Because I always watch it like the next day on Hey You, which is a streaming service. Hey You. Hey yeah. You. If you're in, actually, this is not a plug, but if you're in the UK. Wait, but Australia, they pay you separately, don't they? They don't. I write for them sometimes, but I'm actually a paid subscriber. FCC. You, pay, you write for free? I am paid for my writer work for them. <laughs> right, but I'm a, I'm a paid subscriber to the service. It's HAYU. If you're in the UK or in Australia and you watch Housewives, it's stunning. I hope we get a cut of this track. Yes, Hong Kong. And that's Casper. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, I love Casper Masters's. (laughs) Okay, so... Reliving this this moment. I really like this episode. Yeah, Because it was like a two-parter almost. Mm. It was a two-parter and one-parter. Like, we got two clear narratives, which I really liked. Yeah. Well, Carol, like, Carol has not been a star of an episode in I don't know how long. But she I, she pulled it off. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that too, that I was like happy to have her as a focus again. I was like, I actually kind of missed her having this screen time. Yeah. I loved her mom. Yes, Helen. Beautiful mother. Um, A funny thing about them going, they went door to door in a... A pen- little town named Bethlehem. In Pennsylvania for <laughs> Hillary. Um, I thought it was so funny, the outfit that Carol wore to go like canvassing and like mm. sway voters was that big blue that fur. Muppet, <laughs> that Muppet fur. <laughs> But 
I supported her. Mm. Yeah, she was kind of, because the last few weeks having a bit, it felt like they were almost trying to edit her to be kind of the smarmy intellectual who doesn't want to hear anything different, whereas actually it came off this week, oh, she genuinely has an interest in this part of the election. She oh, wants yeah. to get the word out. She's had a political background, not just, she talks about the fact that just because she was married to you, who she was married to, that's not why she's political. She was more, like really likable and warm. Oh, the story she told about her mom standing up for... The subsidized housing. Yeah. yeah. Is so nice. Beautiful story. And that her mom is young is, t- is interesting too. Yeah, only 18 years older than her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but should we talk about the party and how that sort of went down? Oh yeah, Carol's election party. So the theme was... A pantsuit. Well, first of all, one pantsuit was missing because Luann's <laughs> interested in the politics of love. Oh my god. <laughs> AKA, she was voting for Trump and didn't want to get dragged. I mean, we saw Luann recently at Mar-a-Lago. It should come as a surprise to nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, She's not feeding him grapes, as she told Evan at MIC. <laughs> yeah, We have that. Oh my god. Um, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on uh, at Carol's party, but I wanted to start with Adam was dressed like Dorinda would be dressed at a different party. <laughs> with the turtleneck and like the slicked back hair. I was like getting very Dorinda vibes, and I wonder if he's a big fan like the rest of us. I thought he looked really hot at the party. I was like, Adam's hot. Dorinda's hot. Dorinda's a hot one. Maybe I'm a Dorinda sexual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Bethany's imaging director helped Carol plan the party. That's why it was so skinny girl oh, branded. Oh, I find that really be- tacky. Okay. Yeah, at the beginning when Carol walked in, it was like she was talking to Bethany's imaging director. Wasn't it interesting that the party seemed to be like only two hours long? Was that just they were all so shocked and appalled they called, pulled a plug? Well, they kept on playing the timestamp. They yeah. had that sequence where they played the timestamp where it was going up. It went from yeah, like 8.30 to 10.15. It went from like, well, 8, 8.30 till 9, no one was there other than Carol. And then from 9 to 11 was the party. And then everyone left like right after 11, it feels well, that's, like. I feel like we left like... We left after like midnight, Brendan. Ugh, feels... And we got there like before 8. <laughs> it was a much longer night for us. Okay, but this party on television played out exactly how... Our party that we went to played out. Except there weren't any, like, Trump checks at our party. Well. <laughs> jury's still out. So, <laughs> this Dan sips his drink slowly. No, he's not He's not indicating me. No, um, I just meant that you were like, oh, bitch. <laughs> but, like, the, the, it just, like, felt very similar. Like, everyone came, like, everyone walked in, like, cautiously optimistic. And then, mm-hmm. slowly but surely, mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. dreams were shattered. Yeah, there were horror movies. Dorinda so slapping her head, saying, like, this isn't happening. <laughs> but, like, even them, like, going, like, oh, well, like, it's still early. I'm going to wait till 11 to see, like, what really pans out. And yeah. yada, yada, yada. Oh, that was so us. Yeah, like, the very words we said. God, we were, like, four hours of delusion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, her gay Trump supporter friend that really upset uh, me. Oh, I, I want to like, figure Andrea, out who that please, person is. I don't wanna, Andrea, I don't wanna who is she? I don't know. And she was so proud to be a Trump supporter. Was like, I'm gay Trump supporter friend. How cool! I'm like, oh, it's like I an IRL, an IRL log ca- cabin Republican. I did, I've never like seen one. What's a log cabin Republican? Oh, oh, welcome. So welcome to New York. Well, not New York. Welcome to the United States. There's. A group called the Log Cabin Republicans, who are LGBTQIA. That's what they call themselves. Yeah, 
Yeah, because Lincoln, I think it has something to do with Lincoln and, like, the rumors that he was LGBTQIA. Mm, 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 mm. I thought maybe they were like, log cabin, it sounds like LGBT or something weird. <laughs> I thought it was more literal. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So this Andrea girl, but she seemed more of, like, a... She reminded me, I forget... She reminded me, like, of, a, like, a San Francisco, like, tech lesbian. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, yeah. from the, Like, you can imagine she's lived there all her life and she's super liberal. Or she's, like... A, but not. No. <laughs> Strange. Um, and he's so... I don't... Have you ever seen, like, any of them have, like, a gay female friend on these shows? It's so rare to see, like... I know, obviously, in Jersey, but, like... Uh, in OC, um, Fernanda. Yeah. Um, oh. But I also thought it was weird we got, like... Three Bethany friends. Yeah, three With like name. new her Bethany squads, friends. One of them was named Marjorie. I forget the other one's names. <laughs> I wonder if like Bethany was like, "All right, I'm gonna bring these women in. Let's plant the seeds." Oh, I th- wrote down that Rachel, her friend, was hot. The girl with the short black hair. So oh, I, oh yeah, you were, you were. Like, I was like, she's hot. I love her. You, so you think Bethany's trying to like recast the show? Maybe just planting a few seeds. Or maybe for her spin-off, they'll be like her gal pals when she's buying properties with Frederick. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, yeah, but Heather Thompson. <gasps> I know, what a glorious Bring return. Bring her back. She looked amazing. I do agree. I liked her on the show, and I think she's one of the few who probably left by sure, her. by choice. I think yeah. she was like, where can I take this? I want to go back to work. Yeah, I think she was felt like it was a distraction. And her fights with Dorinda, I think, like, got toxic for them and they like seem to have a budding relationship in the Berkshires mm. so maybe she wanted her Berkshires buddy back she <laughs> yeah. wanted to use Dorinda's pool oh my god I want to go to the Berkshires she should Airbnb that or Airbnb experience that you know, we can just like hang out with Dorinda for an hour I'm telling you she should make a killing so then we get the like next part of the episode which is all about Ramona's surprise party yes which Carol tried to ruin do you think it was on purpose? No, I don't think Carl was even in that headspace. She was feeling feisty after the lecture results. She wanted to ruin that party. Oh my god. That's yeah. Conspiracy so theorist. That's yeah. fan fiction, as you like to call it. <laughs> yes. Um, the shopping scene between Ramona and Carol, though, as we pointed out earlier, Ramona, like, so proud of herself in the dress is very Dan when he's, like, laughing at his own joke. <laughs> <laughs> I actually could totally see you guys being Ramona and Carol in a shop and having that exact interaction. <laughs> Carol also, Carol in that dress where they had to blur her nipples looked incredible. Mm. I yeah. was like, slay me, queen of fashion, yes. She had a, great, a lot of great looks. Carol, you look so beautiful. Did you stone those tights? <laughs> she looked like Luna She's Lisa. like a supermodel. Uh, One thing I wanted to touch on a little bit, and we get into it a little further, is like, Sonia is trying to sabotage Tinsley for her own storyline. I know, which is crazy, because she brought her yeah. into the gig. <laughs> That, that feels so... Like, anyway, Sonia kind of seems of her own whims and moods. It just feels like almost out of nowhere she's decided she's not a good guest. I'm like, when have you ever given a shit about someone getting you a drink at a party? Like, it's just... Strange. Yeah. Strange. But she... this what, Is this episode five? Yeah. Tinsley, like, still doesn't have a plot. And she doesn't Why? really seem to know that the girls... Like, she was talking to Carol, and Carol was a bit like, oh, hey, Tinsley. Like, it, she seemed very disconnected from the cast. She's the pheromone. She truly is. Just kidding. Um, she looks young, though. She is. Mm, she's older than Jules. Well, yeah, but Jules was like your age. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, age Jules was only like a couple, like around your age, right? Yeah, yeah whatever. 
<laughs> oh, can we please have a moment? Speaking of young and fashion and stunning, Miriam Ramona's assistant wearing a fashion girl choker and oh, a yeah, sleek at the, bob. At the party. She looks incredible. I didn't recognize her. You were like, who is that? She was an assistant. There was some good dr- good drama of like Ramona jumping into her own car. Mm, like, like to get not to the party. waiting for Dorinda. Like that had me on the edge of my seat when they kept on opening. They showed yeah, the yeah, elevators yeah. and showing different people walk up. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the fact that one of the first people we noticed at the party was Liza? Oh yeah, Liza with a Z. <laughs> Who, Liza. Oh, Ramona. <laughs> who's at like every event? Every Ramona event. I mean, she's shown up like every season for like she's been like on the show longer than Dorinda. <laughs> There's, like, a couple of them that I noticed, but Liza's the only one that, like, doesn't look like the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she oh, sticks very, out. Yeah. The rest are very blonde and wind tunnel looking, where she just looks a bit... <laughs> you, know, wind that wind, you know the wind tunnel face when someone's had too much work done on oh, their face? This is the second time you've commented on a woman's looks. This is not <laughs> what we do on this, this podcast. Not, I don't mean in a bad way. I'm just noting their appearance. We're not in Ireland anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being misogynist. Um, just a few notes from the party. Harry Dubin is Paul back. King, yeah. Who was at the premiere party, like I mentioned a few weeks ago. Was yes. he handsome in real life? Oh, just a dream. <laughs> I loved Christine Ramona's booby face. Oh my god, aka the American Gemma Collins. <laughs> yeah. Which we're gonna bring her up later. So okay. stay tuned for that. Are we? Yeah. But Christine could be like a cast member. I was like, there's something there. I'm into this. Like Ramona, she looks like Jim McCall. And Ramona being like, you've got bigger boobs than me. Oh, I thought I was the big boob one. Yeah, Ramona with her date. I was like... Oh my God, George Reinbeck. I didn't feel bad for either of them, <laughs> but like... No. I actually felt, I bad, felt bad for, for him. her. Hey, oh, her. Why? Because she felt obligated to invite him to the party. And then no. nobody wants some like first date guy at your party when you're among 250 I of dis- your closest I friends. Can I give my the, the other the defenses? No, Georgia rule. Uh, so, it okay, you either invite him and then like make sure he's comfortable. Da, 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 or you say, oh my God, George, you're not going to believe this. My friends threw me this. Yeah. Surprise party, like blah blah blah. Let let's let me make this up to you. Let's go get get dinner tomorrow night. Or and scene. Or the reality was is Ramona wanted to get dicked down that evening. She was like, "Come <laughs> to my party." She's a dick pig. Like it's fine. It's on. It's not judgmental. We all have that friend who was like, you know, one part of the evening. Dan's I'm being Serena. Right I'm being real. It's true. Ramona oh, likes it. to have sex with men, and she's like, I'm not gonna miss my dick appointment. So let me, <laughs> let me keep this. She was trying to multitask because she was like, I'll meet some eligible men. I'll go on my date. Aka, I'll go bang this guy tonight and line up my next bang later on in the week. Bang bang Do you know into what I mean? the room. I'm Are, telling you. Can women technically be dick pigs? I yes! thought, was, I thought yes! there was something like can we only it's gender nearby men could be. Anyone who's looking for the Please. D is a dick pig. <laughs> Let's watch Dan squirm. Is it, all right, this is, there... is said supportively. I'm not slut shaming. I'm like, get the D. Good for you, sis. Oh my god. Ramona gets more laid than me, so you know, I'm saying. Is there, How much D do you think? Oh <laughs> Just get Stay tuned. Watch what happens live after We're going to have to put a disclaimer at the top of this episode. Am I being vulgar? Is no, this... it's a wonderful podcast. Beautiful podcast. Uh, is there anything else from this episode that we still need to cover? Oh, no, we finally got the It's Monumental. Oh, yeah. That was fucking amazing. Oh, my gosh. Which, it is monumental. 
Yeah, so like now truly we are out of uh besides, stuff. besides the vacation. Yeah. yeah, besides the vacation, truly we're out of stuff from the trailer, but Stay tuned. Because I remember last season, they used a lot of big key moments, like two or three episodes in, and the whole season felt like a surprise, so I'm hoping it's yeah. a good sign. And last season was... And I loved... Monumental. I loved like New York when City. they were like, <laughs> they couldn't remember what Monumental was, so Sonia said, we'll look it up tomorrow, we'll check the word, whatever it is. Okay, so now we're going to move on, and since Connor is only in the U.S. once every five years, yeah. we're going to use this opportunity just to sort of pick his brain a little bit. So we asked for... Um, I've already been vulgar and cross and faintly misogynistic, apparently. We asked some of y'all for questions for Connor. And you guys came through, Queens. And you guys came through, Queens. Oh, and um, So yeah. we're going to do that. We're going to ask our own questions. We're going to talk a little bit about the difference between... Um, American reality TV and Irish tele- uh, reality TV and just like sort of like be yeah. real with Connor. We gotta get, we got baby. to be real. <laughs> so our first question comes from um, Justin Centric who I don't think is actually a listener of the show. Yeah, but, yeah, I think I'll tune in for this one. But um, he said and this is actually a really good question who was the most useless cast member of all time from each Housewives franchise? And he said, don't come for Deshaun Snow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's quite a disclaimer. <laughs> um, so let's just do, let's just do the American ones that you've watched. So yeah. New York, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Jersey. Jersey. I think that's it. For that's America. all that you've watched, right? Yeah. OC? Yeah, OC. OC well, yeah. I've only watched like the most recent season of OC. Uh, you can still yeah, yeah. Okay. someone who's useless. So let's start where we are. Yeah, New York, most useless cast member ever of all time. I'm. I feel bad because she follows me on Twitter. <laughs> Cindy Barshaw. <laughs> Cindy Barshaw follows me on Twitter because Brendan trolls me and, get, and adds random celebs and goes, "Hi, will you follow my Irish friend Connor?" <laughs> you actually asked her to follow me. I think for my birthday, wasn't it my birthday? Was it even, you probably like just lied. <laughs> and it wasn't You've added so many celebrities at this point that you're like. It sounds Dude. like you're saying I outed so many celebrities. Outed, at mentioned. So mm-hmm. Cindy Barshop, because like no one remembers Cindy. Okay, let's head across the river to New Jersey. Yeah, I say between two rivers. Okay, so I've only seen season. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> I'm getting a geography lesson. Uh, I've only seen season one, two, and seven. So okay. I'm gonna say. Oh, you know. Siggy think... didn't add a whole lot. <gasps> Just saying. Like, I liked Dolores more. Mm-hmm. Dolores, oh, but then, you know what, Siggy? Dolores is a useless one, even though I preferred her. I feel bad saying that, because she's gorgeous, but... Yeah. Uh, I, well, concerning only the seasons that you've watched, I feel like Dina. Yeah, but then Dina's so tied to the family stuff mm, that she yeah. still feels That's like a, very good point. a perfect... I could go on, like, a whole tangent about, like, how... Dina needs to stop running her mouth about her family, but we Ooh. can leave it at that. <laughs> that um, let's just keep on the Eastern Seaboard for right now and go down to Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. And you, wait, so you just I've recently been, caught up with Atlanta. Yeah, I deep dived in Atlanta. So I watched season two, three, and four, and a little bit of season one, and I've obviously watched season nine as it aired, so yeah. I feel like I've Atlanted my face off this year. So who's a useless housewife? Oh. You mm. can't come for Deshaun. Apparently that's off limits. I literally would have forgotten her anyway, so I'm like, <laughs> okay, I won't. Well, there's your answer. Um, I, I don't know. I quite liked Lisa. 
But when you look, when Lisa she, Wu. yeah, but like the fact that she returned, returned for Sheree's housewarming and it was such a non-event because of Kim made me go, mm. Lisa was a little bit useless. Although I did like when Lisa and Nini went to meet Lisa's family and Nini was like, oh, Lisa girl, this is your family. Like she was meeting all these like crazy relatives. That was fun. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to Beverly Hills. Oh God. Most I useless. forgot this was still the question until I said. <laughs> most useless cast member of Beverly Hills. I'm going to say Joyce. Hoise? Hoise. Because I loved Carlton. I think Carlton's underrated, but Joyce added nothing. But you, you you haven't watched all, like, 11 seasons, right? This is Beverly Hills. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. Beverly I'm jumping ahead to OC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Beverly Hills is, like, one of my faves. Oh, yes, yes. Hoise? Okay, I'll give it to you. She just, like, she doesn't add everything. Everyone else who's come and gone has had, like, Taylor was, Taylor was memorable. Adrian was memorable. Yeah, oh my God. yeah, yeah. Taylor, I was. T- oh my God, this is a small tangent, but I was telling um, Connor today as we were leaving my office, we were talking about Tilda Swinton. I was telling him about the text you sent me that time you went and saw Tilda Swinton at the uh, MoMA or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was a picture of Tilda Swinton, and it said Tilda Swinton is in a glass box in MoMA, and then it was a picture of Taylor, and it said, "In Taylor's in a suitcase." It was funny. That's mm. one of your better moments. Dan, that was a joke. You Occasionally. Stand you Occasionally. Stand them. <laughs> okay, so let's finish this question out with OC. the OC. Okay, so I've only watched season just pass, and I'm going to say Heather Dubrow because she adds nothing. The oh. only thing she added was when they were in Ireland, and she was like, I was asked to leave a department store. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she was asked to leave one of the most legit big department See, stores. the thing is, like, you're missing the OC history, and there's been yeah. so many useless... Yeah, there's been a lot Cast of useless. Like Peggy. Yeah, don't even remember. Or that woman that apparently I looked like in drag. No, Gina is an icon. She was something. <laughs> um, so what, what other questions have we heard? Um, I Actually, let's switch to our Instagram questions just for a second oh to God, switch it up so off content. of Housewives. Yeah. Instagram, come through Queen Podcast. Yeah, follow if you're not us. following us already, then you're dead to us. Hit I'm just kidding. Button. Follow us. Sorry, it's taking me just a second to load, so I'll go. But we have a couple questions from friend to the show and friend in real life, Jamie Missy. Mm-hmm. A queen. Um, who did not come to dinner on Monday night. <laughs> That's fine, Jamie. <laughs> I understand you were intimidated to meet me. A lot of people are. Um, I think... Oh, this one's a really good one. If you had to pair one member of Little Mix with one member of Fifth Harmony to start a new girl group duo... Who would you pick and why? Okay, from Fifth Harmony, I think I'm going to take Normani because she's been amazing on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. And she actually ha- she's always been the one that actually has star quality of that merry band of gals. I'm literally looking at a picture of Little Mix in my vision right now and I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to say Jade. Oh. I like Jade's vibe. I like that she's a drag race fan. I feel like someone with a draggy like love would be great in a pop duo because she'd bring like a drag sensibility. But with the two of them mix. I think they, they would. <laughs> would they find a second harmony? Mm. <laughs> I think Jade and Armani. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Jesse because I find Jesse kind of hilarious and fascinating. So um, this one might be a little hard for on the spot, but mm. um, Jamie asked your definitive rankings of all this season's Drag Race queens. So why don't you give us like your top three yeah, or four that's like of this points. season? Yeah. Okay. This season. And then bo- give give us give your like top, top and then three, bottom. Bottom three. Okay. Okay, so I obviously, I, my top three is at the moment is Valentina, beautiful, perfect, looks like a model, <laughs> Nina, and Shay. Would like Sasha sort of 
orbiting around mm-hmm. that, but I'm not sure. I feel like okay. Nina and Sasha, I could switch out depending on how the next few weeks okay. go. So bottoms. Bottom three, James Mansfield. Oh. No, that is my mother. Uh, well, <laughs> oh my God. You know, I, no, I wouldn't say anything because it would be mean. Uh, James Mansfield, Charlie Hyde's just like, oh, oh my God. like has the visual flair, but none of the humor. And that really kills me. The fact that he's not funnier really kills I'm like, But he's from your side of the pond. He's from... He's from a different... He's American and lives in the UK. Like, that's I know. Yeah, he's from Boston. I think I'll go to Boston. Um, it's from my pond. Who else do, is boring <laughs> on season nine? Hmm. I feel like there's someone else in my head that's a bit flat that I'm not feeling. Farrah. Farrah, yeah. Fuck off. No, somebody else. Who's been kicked off? I'm trying to think who's been kicked Kimura off. Kamora Black. Oh, Kamora. Because Kamora, I thought, was going to come in and be the like stunning... like. Bitchy villain Gia gone. No. So you pick the bottom three from. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is, as a fellow Virgo like Michelle Visage, I should get that gig. Can you imagine me on Drag Race calling people dick pigs? Oh my I God. shocked Dan. I could shock you, Paul. <laughs> um, okay. Like, do you want to ask the next question, or do you have uh, it in front of you? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, oh God, our next question is from Neely P. <sighs> a fan of the show. This is actually another good one because it covers stuff that we don't cover yes. mm-hmm. so does connor watch the non-canon franchises and if so which one would he recommend and only recommend one I recommend the best okay oh it's kind of a t- well i actually the only when it comes to international housewives i'm watching toronto i've watched vancouver i've watched melbourne and i'm watching sydney mm-hmm. and I, I know melbourne has aired on bravo and i hope they air i watched the real housewives of auckland as well this will show you how deep i've gone oh, into the uh, sydney i think because sydney's in its first season and it's crazy they're acting and talking like they've done the show for five years like the drama is instant but did, didn't people love melbourne oh, melbourne now i honestly would want you to watch both but you said pick one and yeah sydney's so, so sydney's the pick but melbourne is amazing as well but sydney if if bravo aired in the next over the summer i'd recommend it's better than a lot of the american ones have been Cool. The schedule for when Bravo airs the international ones is so weird. It's, it's like, like Saturday morning yeah. at like 9 a.m. I would just leave the yard and watch it. It's honestly... And the thing is, the episodes are a bit I longer. I thought you said leave the yard. I was like... <laughs> Get out of your like... yard, y'all. <laughs> and watch the Sydney Housewives. There's something special. Thank you. Okay, another question from Thank Neil. Thank you, Nayli, for your question. Another one from her. Who does Connor like more, Dan or Brenda? <laughs> <laughs> well, I fed your ass. That's true. <laughs> but I um gave you a wine. The Irish special. What's the Irish special? <laughs> a wine. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Ireland known for its wine? <laughs> they have Irish wineries. I I can't. I I like myself best because if you can't love yourself, how mm. the hell are you gonna love somebody Good else? Good answer. You could be a politician. <laughs> Um, we've got another question from Lucy. Are you or anyone you know related to Megan King Edmonds? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. What is it, what's their tribe called? The, the O'Tools. The O'Tools. You don't, do you know an O'Tool at least? I don't think I do. Do oh. O'Tools make horse stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I know any O'Toole's off the top of my head. Right. That was funny that she did that, though, because you get people being like, I think my family are from here. And Irish people are like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, it's such a <sighs> cliche American thing to do. Yeah. Um, do you know any Davises? No. But Other than you, obviously. You know some Coils. Nadine Coyle. Queen of Pop. Um... This is something that Dan and I usually don't comment on, but which housewife is the most beautiful according to the Irish audience? Yeah. Well, Irish beauty standards. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> 
Irish centric beauty. So standards. which one looks more most like Gemma <laughs> Collins? Um, well, I, the weird thing is, Housewives is not a big thing in Ireland or even yeah. in the UK. Like they're they air on random networks and like. I have friends who watch it as obsessively as me, but it's oh, not Oh, that's a-, a good question. How did you discover this then? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first Housewives show I ever watched was Jersey years ago because Channel 4, which is a British broadcaster that you get at home, you get in Ireland as well, they would buy like random American shows and they aired Drag Race on one of their cable channels and they used to show Jersey the first season like, like Thursday nights at 10, 10.30 and I randomly started watching it because I'd heard it was amazing. Was of it, all the franchises. I know. Because that was were, my first. Mm. But they were buying, I think, the one with the biggest ratings because they, this would have been a few years into Housewives and sometimes when they buy inter- international shows, they don't buy them with a few episodes gone. They wait until they've kind of built up a bit of steam mm. and they have multiple mm. seasons or whatever. So I watched Jersey that first season and was like, this is insane. I remember watching the finale with like all the axe breaks in, like when she puts the cop without a badge book on the table and they cut to commercials and I actually was like... <gasps> So watched that season, fell off because they just weren't on air. And then I randomly started watching Beverly Hills on YouTube. And that's how I got into Beverly Hills. Oh, I didn't even know it's like an option. And then Beverly Hills got me. Then Netflix had New York for a few years. So I watched that via there. And then I just went down and down the rabbit hole. So like, I feel like Beverly Hills is my gateway drug because I watched seasons of it and became obsessed. Jersey I watched once and went, oh, that's, this season's amazing, but I haven't gone back to it. So what is your favorite of all time? My favorite is Beverly Hills, even oh. though it's not the best. Like, I know it's not the best one, but I just have this, like, affection for it. But I think Atlanta is the best one, now that I've watched tons of it. Atlanta's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going back, what's the Irish beauty standard? I, it's probably Megan King Edmonds. <laughs> no, I mean, if I was just pick... My, personally, I think Carol is stunning. I think Erica Jane is very drag and very glamorous, which mm-hmm. I enjoy. But she also looks great, like, pulled back and in her sweats, which is stunning. Yeah. Um... Who else is gorgeous? Oh my god, I think Melissa Gorga is stunning. Okay, so there are my picks for stunning young women. What would your tagline be? Oh, <laughs> this is like we're on fucking watch rap and slide. <laughs> hey, here's what. What would your tagline be? Um, I don't know. <laughs> so you're <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Um, Oh, God, what would my tagline be? <laughs> if it comes to you. Oh, hang on. I'm trying to think. I'm, trying, I'm thinking of something Luan talked about this evening. I may be Irish, but I don't make an exit. You know, she talks <laughs> about an Irish exit. Oh, yeah, an Irish goodbye. Yeah. I think... It, you, you never like, exit? <laughs> you never leave. <laughs> I never leave. I wanted to play on, like, I never leave. Mm-mm. Hmm, um, that's all I got so far. So... We mentioned this earlier. Gemma Collins lookalike on New York. A big part of your Twitter brand is Gemma Collins. Most and most our, people don't know who she is. Most of our listeners probably have no idea who Nobody this woman does, because I still get tweets being like, who is that woman? So can you, you please explain to to our listeners who is Gemma Collins and why does she matter? Well, Gemma Collins is a cast member on The Only Way is Essex, a.k.a. Towie, which is a really big UK reality show. Mm. Towie? Towie, and they're like... Oh, the, it, that's the abbreviation. Yeah, the only T-O-W-I-E. Way and it's, I think it's on Hulu over here. Um, yeah, it is, it is. But um, it's really big in the UK, and they shoot like two, three seasons a year. They basically film it the week it airs. They film all the scenes like a soap opera. And it's like put, Big Brother. They can't, But it's still edited and put together and mm-hmm. fit, like filmed housewives style. 
but it's shot in areas and goes out that week. So That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So I would hate that job. Like, so the also, like, they don't even set. know what, like, the plot line is going to be. I think it's, it, I've only watched bits of Terry, but it's very stagey. It's not as, like, oh, we observe them and cut it together mm. after. It's, like, I mean, like, it's very. Oh, it's, like, the hills? It's very, like, it's very blocked out. All okay. right. But um, Gemma was on Celebrity Big Brother I want to say a year and a half ago, the season that Angie Bowie was on with Tiffany Pollard and there was the, is David Dare yeah, that yeah. whole season. But is that where you <laughs> fell in love with her? Yes, because I don't watch Towie because Towie doesn't really air in the UK. It feels like it's been much longer. I feel like you've been like, I just using kinda... her as your brand for like <laughs> centuries. But when she was on CBB, <laughs> as we call it, there were so many pictures of her on the show and I realized, I didn't realize that she was this like camp goddess and was hilarious and so unintentionally hilarious and that there was all these pop pictures that she staged over the years because she's always <laughs> battling with her weight in the media. Like her intro on CBB is, I'm Gemma Collins, I'm best known for Towie and for my struggles with my weight. Like that's her brand in the UK. Are you okay with her now? <laughs> yeah, you all right. I'm just joking. So I just found her so hilarious and the pictures, I at one point had like hundreds of pictures of her on my phone because I was using her constantly <laughs> as a reaction thing. So I've had to pare it back a little bit, but like random Americans would be like, who is this woman all the time? You're scary. Um, so you asked, you asked a, a question. She's a sorry. So like what reality show do you watch that you think we're sleeping on? <laughs> Yeah, like not housewives related necessarily. I'm gonna give you three words: Braxton, Family Values. Oh, you asked, never mind. You asked, you asked, you asked, I thought we made it clear that that was banned. <laughs> that <laughs> word, those words cannot be spoken. I'm trying, but other than that, I'm trying to think. Wait, how do you wait? Pause. How did <laughs> you come up. upon this? <laughs> yeah, like I. Like you're like like typing in codes to watch like a housewives. <laughs> like you, you live know? in like like like. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, you're a Braxton Family Values super fan. Like, I can't even... I watched it really. I don't, I, accidentally I come you, across that. I, I, I couldn't tell Braxton you what night it's on. Thursday nights on WeTV. Thursday nights are Braxton's oh, nights. Oh, WeTV. What is that? How did you find it? I found the Braxton's weirdly through a Tamar song, because someone on my Twitter feed shared a Tamar song. And I was like, oh, what's this? I hit play. I was like, oh, I really like this. So you listened <laughs> to the song and thought, I need to now watch but someone had met, like, a, a friend of mine who works in radio in Dublin as well... She watches every reality show, and she told me before, she said, oh, the Braxton, we were talking about Tony Braxton, she said, oh, she has a show with the sisters, it's quite good, it's kind of like Kardashians, I was like, okay, whatever. And then I saw a Tamar video, I was like, doesn't she have a show with Tony? And watched, again, found it on YouTube, and watched bits, and was like, this is really entertaining. How many seasons have they had? They do this weird thing where, like, they've done a ton of seasons, but the seasons take a mid-season break, and they come back with episode 16, but it's really, like, the next season. Mm. So they're really, like, seven or eight, but they kind of done five or six. But they're long seasons, like 27 episodes long. My goodness. It's so good, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's time to wrap it up with the One True Queen and the Freak of the Week. Oh, yes. Gaga Slay Mama. So <laughs> this week, the Freak of the Week is Yolanda Foster Hadid. This is the craziest story I've seen in a while. First, a shout out to Joe Reed for bringing us to our attention, former... Former guest. Guest of the show. So he sent us, and it's a like a screenshot, and it's on the left side is a beautiful flower. <laughs> beautiful flower. A beautiful flower from, uh, I'm going to leave the name out for right now, but a beautiful purple flower. It has like 1,400 likes. It's like springtime in New York. The right side is that same 
beautiful flower from Yolanda Hadid and she says heart I am loving the beauty of New York springtime hashtag New York hashtag spring hashtag new life and Joe circled in red the comment section and it's Carol Radzowell and she said what up yo Adam Kentworthy took that photo you should at least credit him and a bunch of emojis including like that like stop band stop photograph. camera and then the sad face and then also I would like to point out that Shannon Bedore and Evolution Productions liked <laughs> the Yolanda's photo. photo but like this has a lot of levels to it because first of all at first glance if you don't if you're not scholars in the housewives you might just be like oh that's weird that she took it from another housewives boyfriend's account yeah. but then you remember the crossover episode of New York when Yolanda and Brandy came in Yolanda came on as Carol's friend so it has so many levels and it's so insane like like think of your fear Carol and you see this photo <laughs> also her like it's a the comment is kind of passive aggressive and very like um you didn't friend of my boyfriend so. I don't even think it's passive I think it's pretty yeah, it's aggressive like, just, yeah. Yeah. I just looked to see if Yolanda replied to the comment and it doesn't look like she did. Which is so funny to me. That but, Yolanda and go, oh, sorry, girl. But I'll also update like, the caption. The fact that, like, Yolanda follows Adam and then, like, thought to use that photo. Or maybe it came up in her Discover tab and she was like, that's a cute picture. And it looks like she even used one of those apps that, like, you used before Instagram would let you do, like, longer photos. No, <laughs> I think it's just cropped. I had a weird Fine. experience in New York yesterday where I thought I saw Yolanda, but it was just a well-dressed, rich, white woman with slick-backed hair, blonde hair. She was stunning. She smelled amazing. Style icon. She was walking in front of me, and I was like, I think that could be Yolanda, but she's a little bit shorter than I think Yolanda is. And then I was like trying to look at her face in a mm -hmm. subtle way, and it wasn't. And then she was staring at me, and I was like, this is really awkward. Kylie looked like Yolanda at the Met Gala. She did? Oh my god. <laughs> Yolanda's impact on all the girls. So... I think it's time for the freak. No. That <laughs> the, was the freak. That she was the freak. freak. It's time for the one true queen. Okay. Which I think we may have named her the one true queen in the past. Probably. She's always doing queeny things. Yes. The queen has returned. The return of the queen. <laughs> the queen is back. How many ways can you say it? <laughs> Tina Lawson for her Instagram account. Queen Tina. She took a photo of Kris Jenner at the wearable art gala. Which is Tina's event that she did the night of the Met Gala, which I think no, is crazy. No, the night before. Oh. Yeah, it was apologies, the night before. Apologies, So the first captions was Chris Kardashian at the wearable <laughs> art gala, spelt C-H-R-I-S, with 59 likes at that point. And then she edited her uh, caption to say, Chris Kardashian at the wearable art gala, spelt correctly, and then <laughs> edited it a third time saying... Chris Jenner looking fly as usual at the wearable Arcala heart oh emoji. God. Tina's Instagram game is like simultaneously the best and worst thing on the app. Like, because she's so endearingly bad at it, but sometimes you're like, Tina. I thought she was taking a break. And she put up a lot of pictures of that wearable Arcala. I was following her that night going, Tina, my feed is just this event. I also like how she just switched. Not only did she switch the 
the name spelling. At, by the end of it, she just like did a full out new mm-hmm. caption. Yeah. And she <laughs> also posted a follow up comment. Stop with the negativity, please, guys. No shade on this IG ever. Five exclamation marks. All love, sometimes crazy mistakes, but never negative. I'm here to lift people up. Because she did that thing recently, a few months ago, where she liked a comment or picture of something sort of shady about one of Beyonce's rivals. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> And she was like, about. why are all the haters after me? <laughs> Yeah, you know, so Tina has weathered the storm and yeah. she's still here. Uh, so I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Connor, thank you for thank coming you. through and thank being you for real. Being real. Uh, thank you for having me. You've been so real. Too real for Don's liking. <laughs> oh I my god. Uh, Say dick pig one more time. <laughs> so make Ramona sure. is a dick pig, oh okay. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play and leave a review there. The reviews have been so nice recently. Uh, and review this episode and what you thought of my comments. Yeah, this episode specifically, I guess. Uh, it'll help other freaks like you find us. Yeah. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We'll read your comments on air if they're good. We'll ignore you if they're bad. <laughs> just no, kidding. No, there's just not enough time in the day. Um, leave us a voice memo or call us 717-47-FREAK that's 717-47-FREAK especially if you find like a great scoop like Kenji did man oh man Kenji came through queen Um, so Brendan where can we find you online Uh, at not Brendan Connor where can we find you at Platinum Jones Uh, and you can find me at IDKIDK so like comment subscribe heart share retweet love us love us please retweet See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Alexis Michelle is performing at Boots and Saddle till midnight. I want to see you come through, Queen. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.